Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 240, Drink It Till You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Monday going? How the hell was your weekend? I'm sitting here, as usual, drinking my white Russian. Uh, I got to think I'm going to run out of these ingredients soon. I'm going to have to go re-up eventually, right? Uh, so if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Mm. Man, I've been a busy little bee lately. Uh, just nonstop. I actually did a little landscaping yesterday, which I haven't done in a little while. I had to help a friend out. I uh, got a little bit more to do on the job, but dude, the size of the mosquito, I'm, I'm eating up. I have just lumps all over my body for being outside, you know, and like you, you got to assess the area, you know, if you've ever done any kind of contracting work, you, you know, you got to measure the area, assess what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, you know, come up with the price in your head for the, you know, who you're charging for it. Um, if that's what you're doing and, uh, <clears throat> dude, I, I went out there to assess everything and, and like less than five minutes, uh, the mosquitoes had me running back inside for some, some bug spray, dude. They, they lit my ass up. Um, I look like I have fucking chicken pox. I mean, it did not take long at all. And, and these aren't just little, oh, I didn't see that mosquito biting me. Like, dude, you can feel these landing on you there there i swear to god one of the ones that i killed yesterday is about the size of a moth i'm not even kidding so i ran back inside you know sprayed myself down like i gotta do this job you know i i, I gotta start working i can't you know be run off by mosquitoes so i run back inside i put the bug spray on and i go back outside and and luckily it does work because you always kind of have that thought in your mind like is this shit really gonna work because i swear I, i've used some of that stuff you know, that, um, that bug spray and it's like, they try to make it smell good. And, and then you end up getting like horse flies. Love that shit. <laughs> a horse fly will come bite you. Even if you spray, you know, uh, that spray, they, they love it for something. There's like a certain brand or a certain scent where you'll actually get bit, um, at least by the horse flies. But anyways, so I'm spraying myself down, you know, it just looks like a fogger has gone off around me. I'm spraying so heavily. I'm like, I can't do it. You know, I, can't, I, what, I, I don't want West Nile. What's the other one? Malaria. I don't want that shit. You know, I got bit like 20 fucking times in like the span of less than five minutes. So I douse myself in this. I go back out. You know, I start working and, you know, I, I'm just covered head to toe in this shit. This fucking bug spray, you know. And it's like, I can feel still like the mosquitoes are still. I mean, they didn't go anywhere. You know, I just went back out to them. I can feel them flying up to my skin, hitting me like in the arm and then flying away because of the bug spray. Like normally to feel something like that, you know, it's it's usually a fly or something, possibly a bee, uh, possibly a wasp. But when when you start feeling mosquitoes like that, dude, it was fucking I couldn't believe it. I could not believe like I squished one on my leg and I just couldn't believe how freaking big they are. Um. But I'm feeling okay today. I don't feel sick, you know. I'm pretty sure that's a sign. You start getting fever if they bite you and they've... You know, and, and, and that's what I'm thinking about too. How fucking disgusting it is. In order for those things to get that big, and there was like, I mean, hundreds of them that big. In order for them to get that big, you know, they have to be biting something, you know. And then you start to look at the area around and you're like... The only thing they could be biting would be like maybe a – I don't know if birds get bit by mosquitoes, but like a fucking – what is it? A possum? 
or a rat or you know any little squeaky mammal you know that that's what those things are living off of and then they're coming over to me and biting me but like i said luckily today um i'm not feeling like shit i don't have a headache i don't have any cold symptoms um so i guess i just got these regular i guess i didn't have anything i'm fortunate for that i mean i'm not even kidding dude they they just lit me up uh the first chance they got you start moving shit around and you know there must have been a nest out there or something but um yeah let's take another drink we're gonna move on cheers everybody um what else we got to talk about oh uh you guys know i gotta do these pictures of the week uh videos of the week um i scroll my twitter follow me on twitter if you have twitter at drink until you uh it'll be a good time we're always goofing off on there joking around um just having fun so uh let's see the first picture of the week uh is gonna be muhammad ali and the post is actually um who's the greatest trash talker of all time uh, it's Muhammad Ali, the famous picture, black and white picture, um, standing above Sonny Liston after he knocked him down, basically telling him to get his ass up. Um, Muhammad Ali has to be, I mean, aside from a wrestler, you know, which, I mean, that's not nearly the same thing. You know, I, I know I'm probably going to get a lot of wrestling people mad at me, <laughs> but it's not nearly the same. It's scripted. Sorry. S-C-R-I-P-T-E-D. Scripted. <laughs> um so it's hard you know that that's scripted trash talk that's different you know uh it seemed like just ali in the back you know and back in the day was just flowing you know it's almost like a hip-hop artist coming up with with bars as the kids call it he's got bars uh except he you know he's thinking off the top of his head you know riffing so to speak um and just talking shit Making you feel like shit about yourself. Letting you know that, you know, he doesn't care. Like Sonny Liston, for example. Wasn't he known for, you know, uh, he had gang relations or whatever. A mob man, they were calling him. Um, and Ali didn't give a fuck. He said, I'm going to beat the shit out of you in the ring anyway. Um, you know what I don't like watching is, you know, Ali in the, the older years. When, when people start smacking him in the head, it just really starts to piss me off. Um, went a little past this time, you know. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, my sports opinion, uh, Mike Tyson tried. <laughs> Mike Tyson tried to take the crown of the best shit talker. It just didn't make any sense, you know. But he's talking about my defense is impregnable. Like, what the f- Okay. That's an interesting take. Weird flex. <laughs> um, you know, my, my back is broken. <laughs> Why did you lose the fight? My, my back is broken. What? I, my, I broke my back. And the announcer was like, <laughs> like, looking at him like, but you're standing here. He's like, I don't understand. He's like, spinal. Um, he tried. Bless his heart. He tried to be the best shit talker. But Ali just takes the cake. I mean, Ali would tear you down in more ways than one. He'd let you know he, he's fucking psycho. He's not scared of you. And then he'd get in the ring and taunt you. And then he'd start beating your ass and taunting you. It's like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> How do you stop, you know, stop that guy? Um, here's another page. Uh, this isn't an incredible picture or anything, but I support it 100%. And I did like the picture. This is at DrunkLiz1 on Twitter, who I follow. Um, she had me feeling some sort of way the other day. 
Um, she's like posting pictures up, you know, she went, she goes to a dive bar across the street from this venue where she's about to go watch a concert, you know, just chilling at the bar, uh, having a couple of beers, walks across the street, takes a beer, a picture of her beer is called high noon at the concert itself. And it just gave me so many good vibes. Like, I don't, I, lo- I just love days like that. They, they seem to come, uh, far and few in between now, but I love days like that. Just hanging out, nothing to do. You know, stop by a bar within walking distance of the place you're going. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a lift. Um, but yeah, just going and having a drink, walking across the street. And, you know, it's just I want to be there. I don't even know who's playing. But that's the point. Like just from her pictures alone, it's like I, I don't care who's playing. I just want that vibe. I just want that atmosphere. Uh, and I've actually never tried that beer. High noon. Um, it's something in soda, something and soda, her thumbs covering up the, what the first thing is, but, uh, yeah, man, it just gave me really good vibes. I'm, I, you know, I'm ready for <laughs> as weird as it is to say summertime again, but not necessarily the heat, you know, I'm just ready for those vibes again. Um, and they just passed, you know, it was just such a busy damn summer. I didn't get to really partake in anything. I missed a couple of shows recently um that i really wanted to go see it's just you know i've been a busy boy so uh next picture of the oh actually this is a video of the week oh dude i've been talking about this i know i'm gonna come off as stupid (laughs) so (laughs) go ahead and give me that um but but i've been thinking about this man speaking of texas heat or just really heat in general uh, people da- South America down by the equator and shit's like I don't know heat until I've been down there um but I was thinking about it the other day you know we, we use wind uh to, to to power you know for power we we get those uh you know those windmills going which look fucking massive like you look at them from far away and then you start driving through them you're like good lord dude like these things are massive like that should generate enough energy for I don't know a couple of cities I would think just one of them. I saw this cool thing the other day that they have in, in Asia. Um, I can't remember which country, so I just I broadened it with Asia. <laughs> uh, but they have this thing in Asia. It's such a smart fucking idea. They're basically like on the median in the middle of the road. You know, they're little turnstiles. They're wind turbines. So as the buses and cars and all this shit pass, they spin. And they put like six of them on this one median. So every time it gets passed, they spin, they generate energy for who knows what. And uh, that really cool concept. Well, the concept I want to start looking into a little bit more. Not like I'm going to do anything about it. I just want to research and and know more about it. The concept of turning heat into energy. Like if there are a way, and and this is the part, like I said, I know it's going to sound stupid. It's going to sound very Dr. Seuss. (laughs) If you could get like a heat vacuum, okay, and like suck in all the heat and use that, you know, use that, isn't heat energy? You could use that energy, you know, and we got plenty of heat. Don't worry about that. That sun's not going away for a long, long time. And you could even do the theory probably even better if you, it got closer to the sun, you know, it's hotter, closer to the sun. Um, Oh, what about this? This just popped up in my mind. What if you go to a planet that's closer to the sun, that's hotter, obviously, um, 
and you put some kind of beacon on there, you know, it collects heat. It sends that energy to earth. I mean, dude, we're probably not that far off from something like that happening. I'm sure they're already working on it anyway. Um, but I'm just thinking, you know, we look at things that we have abundance of. We have abundance of oil, or at least we did at one point, and that's probably going down very quickly. Uh, abundance of air. We have an abundance of water. It's like, why not use another, you know, for, this is for someone smarter than me, someone who can do the math and figure it out. But I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out the idea. Um, using heat for energy, that's got to be a thing. It's got to start being a thing. So that brings me to... Uh, the video of the week where they actually did um, generate some power with with heat. So basically, what it is is it looks like a uh, uh, I don't know if you guys are those little things you used to hold in your hands and squeeze. It's supposed to strengthen your forearms. Well, they have the little loop de loops at the top. Okay, well this thing's made out of copper. It's metal. It's made out of copper. Uh, copper. It's got a loop de loop through the top, and then the bottom is sticking through. Uh, a cork into a bowl of water. Then they put a little tea light candle underneath the little loop-de-loop part of the copper, uh, and it basically just starts to spin the cork in the water. You know, there's holes in the copper and uh, the copper wire or whatever. So when when it heats up the copper, it actually pushes out air and it starts spinning uh, the uh, the cork. So just small scale, something like that. Something that would spin like that and generate from heat, uh, I, I, I just, I mean, that's a small scale of it. If you blew that up times a thousand, you know, you would, I, I would think you'd be able to generate something, you know, even, even with the same concept, using a, a giant tea light candle and a giant piece of looped copper and a giant cork and a, and a giant tub of water. You know, um, I think the bigger you do it, like the bigger the heat, the bigger the, you know, the bubbles come out of the copper, the more energy you're going to generate. It's just really cool to see, man. Um, I want that to be a thing if it's not already. Uh, if you guys have any links to what I'm talking about or can further my education or knowledge on it, drink until you podcast at gmail.com. I would love uh, to read an email. I haven't gotten any emails lately, man. Uh, it's bumming me out a little bit. So we'll have to get back on that. I'll have to start pressing people. Send me an email. Um, <clears throat> what else? I like a lot of abandoned stuff on here. Abandoned amusement park in Japan. That's pretty cool. Um, history and memes <laughs> does it again. Uh, they're basically showing you how a VHS recorder or a video videotape works. VHS works. You know, you plug the thing into the machine um, it's showing how the tape goes on there to, uh, make the projection, you know, through the cord into the TV. It's kind of cool. Uh, it just seems, I mean, it's just such old technology. Um, but I'm sure there's a lot of components that are the same. Okay. Moving on. Oh dude, this is definitely a video of the week. This is incredible. I'm, I'm sure a lot of you have already seen this. Uh, this was really cool. So someone, you know, out in the ocean, Drops their cell phone in the water. You know, they're taking pictures of, you know, probably there's a fucking beluga right here. I'm sure there's a bunch of them around. Someone drops their cell phone in the water and the beluga, I mean, from deep, deep down in the water, brings the cell phone back in his mouth. And the lady reaches down and just grabs it out of his mouth. And then they just start petting the thing. Like, 
I don't know how you couldn't believe in evolution. I just don't, you know, I'm, I'm not saying creationism, whatever. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. But, I mean, evolution still has to exist, right? Like, and, and in what world does this beluga, how, how is it smart enough to know, you know, somebody dropped this and I'm going to give it back to them? Like, that's incredible, dude. Like, y y you would have to think I dropped my phone in the ocean. It's gone forever. And, and now they're just petting it. It's like our, our interaction is changing it's like evolving them, you know what I mean? Like, how did he know to do that? How did he know that was a thing of value? You know, and he brought it back so gently, he didn't he didn't pop up out of the water like a jack. <laughs> you know, he came up slow. And they're just petting this thing. Man, I'm, I'm just worried about that lady with her hand near its mouth, though. <laughs> as much as it just helped you out. You know, maybe it wants you to stick your hand in that water so it can just get a chomp off of you, you know? It's like that fucking guy... Oh, God, that video is so good. This is not a video of the week just because it was pretty fucking gross. But that guy that got his his fucking finger bit off by a, a, a what was it, like a sand shark or a hammerhead, baby hammerhead, something like that. I don't remember. Why would you ever put your fucking hand near a shark's mouth and then it rips his goddamn pinky off? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I lost a fucking finger. Like, jeez, dude, it's a shark. Like, it doesn't matter the size, you know, like shit. Um, this lady's just getting really, really bold with sticking her hand near this beluga, beluga's mouth. I didn't do anything to her, but, um, luckily. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, what, oh, this was kind of cool. Uh, speaking of landscaping earlier, this was such a neat idea. I've never seen this before. Basically, there's like a tree planting machine and it's got two men on it. And basically what this thing does is it drives over the earth and it has, I'm assuming, a massive blade on it. And as they're driving, it's just like splitting the earth in two. And one guy has a tree, he sticks it in the crack as they drive by. And as it, you know, as they drive by, it closes back up behind them. That, you know, this big gash that this machine is making. I've just, I didn't know that's how trees were planted. Like in bulk. I've never seen this machine before, but it's actually kind of cool, man. Uh, just could you imagine planting trees for like an orchard back in the it's just 1940s even. Like it just shovel and earth. And if you've ever done work like that before, you know there's just nothing you can do to dominate that shovel. A shovel will dominate your ass every fucking time. You know, the earth will dominate you every fucking time. You can dig until, you know, you fucking pass out and it still wouldn't do shit. Uh, so it's kind of neat to see a machine like this do half the work for them. And it's like, okay, now I can see how it kind of looks like they're planning. Um, it kind of looks like evergreen. So this is probably a Christmas tree farm and this is how they do the planting. I've just never seen that before. The only way I know is my primitive way to plant a tree is just really just to grab a shovel, dig the size hole you need, uh, throw it in there, you know, straighten it out, bury it, mulch it, you know, tie it up if you need to, get it to grow straight. That's the, you know, that's all, which I'm sure all that stuff comes next, but just to do it in this mass produced way is really fucking cool. I've never seen that machine before. Um... All right, and this is the the last. Uh, this isn't actually even pictures of the week. This is from Paul I S C I Paul Ferry. 
Uh, it says a list of things people blamed on jazz. Now, I haven't read this list yet, but I mean, that, that title alone is intriguing enough. Like, what could you possibly blame on music? I mean, it's going to have to have a devil reference, I'm sure. You know, Satan's making... <laughs> Who's, why, is, why is Satan making people play this comforting, soft music? Um, so let's go. This is from Paul Ferry, like I said. Um, jazz is blamed for lack of farm labor. Tempting offers of farmers meet little response. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how jazz, you know... I guess, you know, people are putting down their pitchforks and picking up uh, trumpets, right? <laughs> or a saxophone. Uh, here's the next one. Jazz blamed for warts on feet. Are you kidding? Uh, Boston, February 22. The latest indictment against jazz dancing is that it causes warts on the feet. The charge was brought here today by the Massachusetts Cairo Potty? Chiropotty? Uh, association. C-H-I-R-O-P-O-D-Y. It's kind of an old article. It's hard to read. Uh, and, and that coupled with me not being a great reader, you know, is <laughs> making this a little hard for me. Uh, according to experts who address the convention, the vibration of bodies made tense by the gripping gusto of jazz and thrown like trip hammers upon weary feet causes myriads of minute abrasions through which filterable virus enters the skin oh my lord okay well i get it so don't don't walk anywhere either why is walking why was walking not banned why is it the music um here's another one jazz is blamed for dull pupils <laughs> jazz and late hours are not good for the student who is backward and or his or her duties the staff at the sarnia collegiate has decided in recommending to parents the girls and boys whose studies did not show evidence of normal application and progress oh my god uh here's another one we're just gonna go we're just gonna move on these articles are actually really hard to read they're so fucking old this is like the you know this is like the other version of like, it's not nearly as gruesome. You know, they're just talking about warts and stuff, but this is like burning witches at the stake, isn't it? <laughs> the music made, made people do bad things. Um, yeah, it still happens today, right? Back when I was the fucking teenager, it was like Marilyn Manson made you kill yourself. You know, and listening to that kind of shit made you fucking go crazy and kill yourself. It's like, well, I mean, I guess... And, and I see how it can be taken, you know, my best example of that, or taken too far, I should say, my best example of that is like people that are super into fucking wrestling, you know, or, or what did I see that fucking guy do, the backyard wrestling guy, he, he took his shirt off and he jumped on a pile of uh, barbed wire and fucking, you know, those those fucking long tubed light bulbs fluorescent lights <laughs> he just jumped on a bin of that uh for uh, wrestling's sake <laughs> and then he's sitting there going ah my back my back turn it off turn it off <laughs> it's like the well, dude what did you expect you jumped into fucking barbed wire like to be a hard like i i get it you know i get how <laughs> the the sheeple 
you know, they start to turn, you know, it's easy to turn a lot of people, I guess, in a way. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> I just can't believe you fucking, I, and there's videos like that all over the internet. All over the internet, dude. Just people jumping off of roofs and fucking themselves up because they want to be backyard. It's like that. That's the mindset that gets a little scary, you know? <laughs> like I'm all of a sudden a wrestler. It's like, no, you're not. You're a psycho jumping into shit that's going to fucking hurt you. Like, what the fuck? Um, and just the way he's telling the camera guy to turn it off after he hurts himself is fucking, I love it. I'm not down for people hurting themselves, but I mean, if you're going to do it, he at least got to laugh, you know. Um, all right, here's the next one. Uh, Egyptians had perfect teeth and at death. Uh, so I'm guessing they're blaming jazz on bad teeth on jazz. Hectic living of the modern jazz ages responsible for bodily, bodily ailment unknown to the old Egyptians. Ugh, what? They're really just reaching here. Uh, here's the next headline. We'll just read the headlines, and uh, we'll let you make sense of it. Jazz blame for girls leaving home. <laughs> the lure of jazz music was explained and condemned before girls' conference of women workers at the 20th Century Club by Miss Maud E. Minor, Secretary of New York Prohibition and Protective Association. Uh, the next one reads, Jazz Age Blamed, this time for heavy increase in heart failure. Wow. It's just amazing to me how they can draw these conclusions. Heart failure from music. Grace said the strain that jazz age puts upon the body in the matter of lost sleep, night rushing, and late hour dancing taxes the heart heavily. Okay, okay. All right, that one's not so far-fetched. Now that I read it, uh, that doesn't seem nearly as far-fetched as I thought. That does, you know, you, you do need your sleep. You do need to eat right. Uh, you can't stay up all night. Uh, that will affect your health eventually. But, I mean, jazz isn't, you know, jazz isn't going to keep you awake at night, I don't think. You know? Well, maybe sometimes. You know, it's okay to go to the club every now and then, dance to some jazz. You know? Stay out a little late. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's with anything. You know, you could play poker all night and do the same fucking thing. Um, let's see. Jazz music blamed for small families. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ruins legs. Oh, look at that. Jazz ruins your legs. Uh, for indigestion. Takes too much blood from stomach during mealtime. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I just it's amazing it's it's amazing how how bad they can slander something that they don't like. You can tell like just looking back now just me sitting here in 2022 I can tell they're just grasping at something to get rid of this thing that people like. It's probably a bunch of young people versus a bunch of old people. You know, that's not music. Get off my lawn. That whole thing. <laughs> The digestion one is fucking for indigestion. Takes too much blood from the stomach during mealtime. London jazz music with meals is a stimulating. Wait, it's so stimulating that it takes too much blood away from the stomach and causes indigestion. Oh boy, um, th yeah, I mean that's it. 
that's it. I mean, jazz didn't do all that stuff, did it? It's just music, right? And, and I believe, you know, on the same, on the flip side, uh, music is very powerful, you know? It is very, very powerful. It can make you feel emotions, whatever those may be. Um, it can make you think you're <laughs> someone you're not. I don't know. Um, that just seems crazy. I mean, it's just, it sounded different from what it looks like and people just couldn't stand it and wanted to discredit any chance they got uh so that's it uh let's let's do some um so i don't know if you guys know what midori is um i love a good midori sour uh it's just a melon liqueur um so i actually went to the midori website searching for some drink recommendations for you guys don't drink a drive get an uber get a lift uh, so let's see what we got here. Mm, excuse me, let's take another drink while we're at it. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. All right. Um, okay, this is the list. Um, the first one I have for you is from Midori-World.com. Not slash, dash. Um, now my Wi-Fi is not working go all right now uh, this one's called the japanese gin and tonic uh here's what the hell you're gonna need half parts midori melon liqueur one part gin two parts tonic water one wedge of lemon here's how the hell you make it fill the glass with ice pour in gin and tonic water squeeze lemon wedge and drop into glass pour into midori and stir gently from uh pour in midori and stir gently from the bottom of the glass uh, the next one I have for you is also from Midori-World.com. This one is called, uh, yes, I accept all the cookies. Yes, all of them. Uh, the Japanese slipper. This has got a nice little cherry in the bottom, nice lime green looking uh, cocktail in a martini glass. Here's what you're going to need to make it. One part Midori melon liqueur, one part de Cooper triple sec, uh, one part lemon juice, maraschino cherry for garnish. Here's how the hell you make it. Uh, pour Midori triple sec and lemon juice into cocktail shaker. Shake with ice and strain into chill cocktail martini glass. Garnish with a maraschino cherry. There you go. That's the Japanese slipper. And what's the last one? Yes, accept these cookies too. This is called the La Pommy. The La Pom? It has an E at the end. You probably don't say the E. The, the La Pom uh, from Midori-World.com. Uh, Here's what you're going to need. Two-thirds part Midori melon liqueur, one part cognac slash brandy, lemon juice, apple cider, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, red apple slices for garnish. Uh, here's how the hell you make it. Fill the glass with ice, pour in Midori and cognac slash brandy. Pour in a splash of fresh lemon juice and top with apple cider. Garnish with red apple slices. And there you go. As always, guys, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. Um... Let's finish these off, and that's going to be the episode. Cheers, everybody. All right, guys. I will talk to you soon, uh, later this week. Be safe out there. Uh, I love you all. Bye.